This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Castle. Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studio in Pittsburgh, PA, in the Beachview neighborhood. I'll talk about the shirt a little bit later. Uh, but with me, we got our cast and crew. First of us, first of all, from Studio C in the D of Dormont, PA, is John Chichilla of Big Bang Angel. Hello, and and you have a special guest there. Yeah, lean in so you don't you're not in the there you go. <laughs> Introduce yourself. My name is Christopher. Yes, Christopher, th- welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you. So we're gonna be talking uh with you about your YouTube channel again tonight, correct? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. We'll, we'll be getting to that in our awesome things of the week. Also back with us, you can actually uh, uh check her out over on the Fishing Without Bait podcast at fishingoutwithoutbait.com. Uh Dudders, Katie Dudas is joining us as well, our resident social media expert. How are you doing this week? Good. I'm doing really well. I'm playing my new favorite internet game. <laughs> Would you like to know what it is? It's called Schedule a COVID Test. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I let me know how that goes. So <laughs> Oh, it's horrend- it's it's amazingly horrendous. So, I just it, it's it's almost like this ridiculous it is it's it's a game like, "Oh, let me try over here now." Let there's a couple times there's a couple times I wanted to just to be on the extra extra safe side and I'm I just like I gave up. I'm like, "Listen, I haven't I haven't been in near anybody i'm fine just <laughs> so, uh uh but oh no i thought so so i didn't know because i've also been seeing the other fun internet game is scheduling my vaccination appointment uh so <laughs> that i've seen some people experiencing i i'm in like the third or fourth group i'm not even trying at this point um but uh but i was trying to see if, i was like can i get in under the bmi uh, listing here. I think I'm. I think I might. <laughs> so, but no. A lot of people qualify under that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, I'm looking for the vaccine. I'm not looking for the the test. I haven't left this dwelling. Yes. Of mine. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Either way, both are very interesting issues right now. But anyways, also back with us is Crazy Krause. Hello, everyone. How are you today? Hello, another technical fellow at Big Bank International Esquire. Yeah, except I do it from home now. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I am in my house. Nobody goes to the Golden Tower anymore. Katie, my brother-in-law, has had COVID twice. Whoa. Oh, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's real scary how many people, I am utterly shocked how many people in the last month have told me they got it. Um, it's been, it has been ridiculous. And even another, another friend just told me today, he probably has it because somebody in his family does in the household. So, um, yeah, he's it, it's, it twice though. it's just like, it, yeah, Rob, come on. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, guys, take care of yourselves. Um, I'm going out for the first on location thing that I've, I'll be doing in like two months this Friday myself. And it's just going to be, I'm just wrapping myself in saran wrap, which I know introduces its own problems on safety. Uh, children listening, including the one on the line, please don't do things like that with saran wrap. I'm just going to put that disclaimer out there. 
Our legal department will appreciate that. Uh, well, you do wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> Just wear, wear, you know, your own air tank, whatever. Um, Answer for that. <laughs> Anyways, this is the Awesome Cast. Please check out everything at awesomecast.com. This is episode 230 of the show. Um, so please go check out wait, 500, 230, 530, 530. Where did I get 230 from? My numbers are all messed up. I I misre I misnumbered like the last three weeks of Wrestling Mayhem show for some reason. Uh, but anyways, check out everything at awesomecast.com. No matter the number, it will be the latest episode up there. You can hit us up at awesomecast.sorgatronmedia.com for comments or advertising opportunities with the show. Hit us at, at awesomecast on the Twitter, our, uh, our Facebook page at awesomecast, and of course the Facebook group where a lot of uh, a lot of sharing goes on throughout the, the week. Hey, I'm on Reddit too. If you do that, I'm sharing some awesomecast things over there. I'm trying to get on the Reddit thing finally. I know finally i guess so um but uh and also please subscribe and rate us on your favorite podcast uh player please especially rate us um over there on the apple podcast that helps a lot in with uh with uh getting that out there to more people and of course we're live every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern time roundabout over there on the facebook on the youtube and on the sorgatron media twitch page uh if you want to join us on there whatever you'd like to hang out with whatever app i know you can throw the twitch on uh, on the xbox really easy over there um I was checking out our friends, Power to the Smarks, um, that were uh, doing a show the other night while I was kind of flipping through and setting up my broadcast. And, of course, uh, thank you to our audio partners, our friends at the405media.com and our friends at postindustrial.com uh, that have been sharing the awesome cast with uh, their crews over there. Thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Uh, our friends at the coffee club level at Matt Weller, John DeGore, John Carmen, who recently discovered Gotham appears, and I had a great conversation with him at 3 in the morning about that. Uh, Cynthia Klosky, and at the fan of the show level, our friends uh, Michael Fedor, pghmuseums.org, Professor Buzzkill Podcast, and Dave Potner. Thank you all for supporting the show, helping keep the lights out there. Uh, so Potner qualifies for the BMI number. So you qualify. I definitely qualify. I got a lot of sword going on over here. But anyways, uh, it's time to check out our awesome things of the week. Let's start. Let's start by age. Christopher, I think you qualify to go first. I haven't checked. I'm not checking your ID. I'm going to uh, honor system, but I think you're first. Okay. What's your awesome thing of the week? My YouTube channel. Yes. So and what? Oh, go ahead. So you, so when you were on last, you were just starting the YouTube channel together. Was that correct? And now, now you've done a little bit more, right? Yeah, we have done three videos. And I think, I think, I don't even think we had started. I don't even think we started recording or really built out the channel. It wasn't until right, like during Christmas holiday week. Mm-hmm. I love the memojis over there. It's a uh, CNJ plays games, and yeah, uh, on the iPad it doesn't look the same. No, no, it's gonna look different for everybody wherever you're at. But uh, so you're playing Roblox over here. Yep, and what uh, we made one Minecraft video and a couple Roblox videos and one. What's the game called? What is the game called? Uh, Rocket League. Rocket League. There it is. Green. There yeah, we, it is. we just got that one recorded, so we have yet to post it. But um, and I'll get to some of how we did that in the in my awesome thing of the week. But we the cool thing is being able to do the two iPads at the same time, um, and just all the stuff that we can do just right in the enjoyment of our house. 
that that's really cool. So yeah, I'm looking at this. We're looking at the Roblox video, and and there's you guys in the corner, you know, much like we're seeing you now on the feed. And uh, and 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 I noticed that there's the, the like both your sides of Roblox, which is a fairly first person kind of thing, um, are, are both kind of being being uh, snagged here and put together. That's pretty cool. I think my face kind of got sucked by the logo, but okay. <laughs> yes, in our in our in in our in our video feed, yeah, because I full screened it there. But you can see it uh, if we uh, pull it out of full screen a little bit here. There, there they are okay. hanging out. You can see my hair. You can see your hair. There you go. <laughs> I'm just like. So what's your what's your favorite game that you've gotten to play so far? It's either it's either backpacking or the second one. What was Iron Man. One? Yeah, Iron Man. I think I just found the Iron Man video. Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> maybe that's actually a really good Roblox game. You can yeah. kind of get in the Iron Man. Oh yeah, that armor. Oh yeah, that. Um, also, um, Arcade Empire. Yeah, that's my favorite too. Nice. That's that's a really fun game. Cool, cool. So, so you're learning a lot about game streaming there, Christopher. Yep. Awesome, awesome. What's your favorite part okay. of it so far? What's that? What's your favorite part of doing the game streaming there? Probably, um, probably just like just flying around is very fun. Mm -hmm. And what's your favorite part of streaming? Like, what's your favorite part of being on YouTube? Because I'm live. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. But yeah, we do all of our recordings and then put it together and then post it up on YouTube. Okay. Cool. 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 So. Awesome, awesome. Anything, anything else you want to talk about here with the uh, with the new channel? No. No, that's it. I'm going. In, I'm I'm going to hide. You're going to hide behind the logo. Do you guys think you would ever stream? <laughs> I'm sorry, Sorg. Do you guys think you would ever stream live? You know, do the live streaming thing. I think as we get more used to it, there's a little bit of just getting used to the recording, getting used to because we honestly, I'm, unlike our highly productionized show here there's no show notes there's no here's what we're doing next usually it's here's a game or yeah. what what multiple games are we going to do yeah and yeah. they're kind of just winging it yeah. and then trimming it down mm -hmm. I, I wonder almost if twitch would be a little bit of a different of a better venue for just the game streaming and then taking that and trimming it down for YouTube because even the YouTube videos seem a bit long. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, it depends. We, we've we seen varying success with things. Um, I, I feel like if you're playing a game that's popular like Roblox, like you might get a little more eyeballs coming over there. Um, I, I really can't tell you what the how big the YouTube gaming side of things are. So, I, unless you have an audience that you brought over, right? So. Yeah, pretty much. I know, I know in the last couple of weeks, I've started seeing those videos popping up in my feed mm -hmm. of people playing games. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I've noticed that recently. So, and I've also, I mean, I'm aware of there's some pro wrestlers with WWE that do their channel. And of course, they're going to be good because they're the WWE people. So they have people showing up to watch them already, right? Um, so, and, and it's like some of them I watch are literally, I, I think they're doing everything on Twitch. Somebody puts it together. Um, but like, there's like, here's them playing Uno for an hour, <laughs> you know, uh, with minimal okay. edits. And then there's other things where they're doing Rocket League, and it's more that that supercut of of reactions to things going on rather than a full game. 
So I mean, it's uh, your 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 early stages. Uh, I I would say just keep poking at it until you find that sweet spot and see what people react to. If people start reacting mm-hmm. to it, right? So you know, we I've even tried to play around with when posting. I think the one of the videos I made kids only mm-hmm. to see if it would get like more views, more of anything, and I was surprised it didn't. And I actually yeah. I went and reverted the video or the settings on the video. So it's no longer kids only. Yeah. And it's already started to go back and get more. Um, I would well, say what one is that? the Iron Man one. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I would say uh, everything that I've read about the kids only, uh, since they started it will severely restrict what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's more for like, if Sesame street wants to, you know, or, or you know, or something like that. Some again, like it, it, it is different. You building an audience, and letting YouTube help you build it, especially if they think that you're they're going to be able to put ads against it. I think the big thing is, I think with kids only, they're not allowed to do ads. That I'm what, what I didn't know is, can non kids only stuff show up in the YouTube Kids app? That's a good question. That and I would hope not. <laughs> so, um, and I think, and you know what I figured out so. is that kids only will only put up one ad and not two ads. Mhm. Mhm. Because most of the popularity is just doing two ads. Yeah. And yeah. I get mad. <laughs> and that's the end of that story. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Oh, thank you, Christopher, for joining us again. Again, tell us what the, your YouTube channel is for everybody to the to, to check out. C and J plays games. There it is. Oh, do you have a theme song? We're working on that. That's that's coming along, and I, I've been actually downloading some like motion templates and to tr- to try to take and actually do an intro. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed content before I could get to that point. Yeah, like we're <laughs> gonna do like one of those things where you just put like a bunch of like a second of a piece of a video of a second mm-hmm. of a part of it. Mm-hmm. Awesome, Christopher. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. When can I join next? Six months? Five months? <laughs> so you, you, sound, you sound like some of my... We have that conversation after the show. Like I, You know how many yeah. times I've literally been asked that question like that <laughs> between this and Mayhem show. Uh, so. How about when you get... I know like, how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so Chilla, I guess this will parlay into what your uh, awesome thing as a week is too, since it sounds like it's related. Yes. So um, mine is the Elgato Capture HD sixty S Plus. Um, this actually, I think, a long time ago, I reviewed Elgato's. I think it was the HD sixty. Uh, I think um, I think I also have the HD60 I got on your recommendation too. That's what we've been using for like when we used to use iPad on here, and mm-hmm. in our in our game capture a lot. So the interesting thing with OBS, is, so on the iPad capture, um, OBS actually has a plugin that you need nothing other than to just plug your iPad into the computer to bring it up on screen, and that's actually how we're doing the nice. two up mode. Nice. Um, where I ran into a problem was OBS with the Elgato devices 
it didn't support the HD60, which is the one that I think that we we both had. Mm-hmm. There was a crazy plug-in rigmarole that you had to do for the HD60S. And then OBS out of the box supports the HD60S+. The thing that really bummed me out is there's actually like a 4K box that they sell that does like off it can stream on the it can connect to your computer and record locally on a mic or on an SD card. Um that's not supported by Mac OS for some mm. reason. Mm. Um so the only thing that I could use and, and we were trying to figure out how we were going to do Xbox games. Um and that's kind of where the HD 60 S plus um came into play. I've had really good results with it um with the Xbox so far, I think we're going to look at Fall Guys as well for PlayStation. Nice. Um, so that'll probably come into play on the PlayStation. The other thing that I noticed, and I don't think it's any fault of Elgato's, but um, what I had tried to do is I have all of my gaming systems plugged into a receiver. I tried to put plug in the Elgato in between the receiver and the TV and in, instead of in between the device and the receiver um, and something that the receiver was doing was causing it to like constantly drop. But as soon as I had the, the console plugged directly into the, the Elgato and then the Elgato into the receiver and then out to the TV, um, it's been perfect. And the one thing that I like about this device, I may actually try it with the ipad um is obs doesn't have audio support for the ipad when you bring it in from their kind of native plugin type stuff Mm -hmm. so i can't bring in any of the game sound whereas the hd60 i can use some of its stuff to bring the hdmi audio in um so i'm hoping that I'm, I'm, what I'm interested in next is if I take the old HD60 and the new HD60S Plus, um, can I somehow bring them in together for a, for a two-up view like we do? Are we talking about like daisy chaining them or just as separate inputs? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. Or maybe if we're since we're both playing the same game, the audio will be somewhat. Yeah, close. yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Um, so, but. Uh, uh, the thing that I was impressed with is obviously Elgato, I think, has a pretty good piece of software for their game capture, which will mm-hmm. you know, set up your Twitch stream, set up multiple streams. Um, I don't need that from the OBS perspective, but the device, I literally plugged it in and it just worked. Nice. Um, it nice. came up as a video source and I was ready to go. And I see the S Plus is also uh, USB C and everything, so like you're you're ready to go on the, on a Mac, you know. Obviously, a problem. I have found that, and, and this is something I'm trying to figure out too. And I think I picked I picked up a new Black Magic box input box uh, for this very reason. Like I feel like every because I have several um, Lightning adapters for mm-hmm. for Black Magic inputs, and I don't think any of them work on my Mac um, across the board. Like even when I go over to like a windows 10 side um it just doesn't work with the hardware uh, and i haven't been able to suss that out um but uh no it, it, yeah these things are great it's i mean i guess i've had that for a while but um but it's good to see that that they're giving that compatibility on the mac side because what was weird too though now that you mentioned that with the usb cable and the USB C. Mm-hmm. so the hd60s plus is USB C on device but it comes with a cable that's usba like the big 
on really? the one side and the USB-C on the other. Really? And I tried about six different USB-C to USB-C cables that I had. Yeah. And every one of them threw an error. Well, you're you also remember you're powering that over USB, and and I I, I think the USB C cords have a rating problem. I'm one. So what was weird is the Elgato Game Capture app was the only one that would actually give me what the true error was, and it was that your I wasn't plugging into a USB three hub, mm. which mm. I know. I mean, I was plugging directly into the Mac, so yeah. it was something to do with the cable. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Oh, okay. The uh, Elgato HD 60 Plus is the S new plus. one. S Plus. I, I forgot all the things. All right. All numbers. Let, let's stay on gaming for a moment. And, uh, Carlos, you got you got a, a special something coming your way. Finally. Finally, mm-hmm. finally, finally. I have my Xbox One, Series X coming. It only took, well, when was it launched? November. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to get one yet. And so finally, I actually had a friend text me, hey, Walmart has them available. I jumped on Walmart's website. And um, the thing was, is I had a really hard time. I actually had from Best Buy probably a month. It was right before Christmas. I had one in a cart, but I couldn't get it with the all access. That's how I wanted to buy it. You know, and I wanted to get on the pro, the quote unquote program. Mm-hmm. I, you know, with included with the um, game pass and everything, the you know, and because um, I just I don't know why I just I thought I think that's a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. So, but I was finally able to do it um, last week. Actually, I was chilling. We were working, and I was like, "Dude, I got one!" So you know, <laughs> nice. It, finally, so um, I'm very much looking forward to it. Getting here, it's supposed to be here February first. In fact, I got an email this afternoon that um walmart.com had shipped it so so this is and again the all access um you're paying a monthly fee you're not paying upfront costs like which was a 500 bucks for the series x right now right um so you do have an option of the series x or the series s is it um the 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 no disc version basically no disc not full uh, 4k i don't believe i think it's 2k maybe um so so i mean this is this is something i've been looking at as well uh, probably when I find myself buying a 4K uh, TV, I'll probably j- finally jump on this. Uh, but yeah, it's so you're talking like $35 a month. You may already be paying 15 if you already have Game Pass. Um, but you're, I mean, it's like it's only for the 24 months. So yes. it's it's like buying an iPhone on your on your AT&T or Verizon plan these days with your exactly that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I mean, about the same price. I think I you know I I trick out my phone. And uh, with whatever the high end, you know, uh, 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 sizes and everything. And uh, I, I, I still think that was, wait, that doesn't work out. Wait, 35 bucks. Oh, but you're also wait, paying for Game Pass. Because I'm like, wait a minute. This is yeah. like this is like a $1,200 phone and I was paying about $40 a month. The, I don't, the math didn't compute for a moment there. But um, Yeah, I think you're financing like 800 and some when it's all said and done. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, the two years of Game Pass and then the, the the cost of the console if you're somebody who does not that would like like maybe you need a new xbox or maybe you're looking to go over to xbox but don't want to up the cost um they they do also have a 22.99 a month version that is for the xbox one s that is not the series x s stuff um it's basically the 
it's basically the most recent of the last generation. Um, but again, most of those games are going to play on there. Um, you can do that, and you have the ability to upgrade uh, in 18 months of doing that. So that's an option too if you want to jump in on that. And then, and that's talking, you know, that's that's uh, about seven dollars more than you're paying for Game Pass right now uh, at fifteen dollars a month if you're getting, of course, Game Pass Ultimate. So, but uh, no, that's uh, I think it's a cool deal. And 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 other than getting it, which has been a problem for all the consoles now. <laughs> but you figured it out, yeah, right? Exactly. It's been a it's been a royal pain. Yeah. I've tried many, many, many times yeah. without success, and I was very ecstatic. But it, but it's not great on PlayStation either. This is across the board right now. There's just a lot of limitations. So that's awesome. So I'd like to hear how that goes and uh and your impressions when you finally get that in hand uh to, to test it out on. So awesome. yep, I'm looking uh-huh. forward to it. I want to hear about your load times. <laughs> Yes, for sure. Listen, listen. I, I grabbed that five dollar Red Dead Online. It's like go make like go make dinner <laughs> when you boot this thing. I'll tell you. So, and then what what switched my mind and got me out of trying to get in line for the the new device was I got a I, I repurposed an old SSD. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has drastically changed mm. how my Xbox functions. Unfortunately, all the SSDs I have are like used. I have like two of them for my video recorder here in the studio. <laughs> That's it. Chill, remind me, you're on the 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 newer One X, right? Yeah, I had the power supply problem. Mm. Right. I couldn't find a, actually a replacement power supply for, and ended up finding like a uh, refurb that's... randomly. Because yeah, I had the yeah. original, I didn't have, I didn't have which your original was what the founders, it was not founders day, but day one, yeah, day one. Um, mine was right around there, and the they had changed the connector on the power plug down the road, and I couldn't. I had a hard, I have a, I had a hard time finding a new power cable. I got my Xbox secondhand. Draw you. What was it? What What are those? What are those apps where you can put stuff for sale before like? But, let it, go. Let, it go. Let it go or something like that. Yeah, no, I got it with that with a stack of games and I haven't played half of them over in Brookline here. Uh, so I have no idea <laughs> what my lifespan is going to be on this thing. I think I paid like 200 bucks for the entire package. Like he, the guy like the guy wiped the, the Xbox in front of me after I handed him the money. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. It was an experience. Um, so I no, I so I would not be surprised, knock on wood, that thing could go any day, and I might be joining you on the all access with a series S or something. So well, you know, my power supply did go bad. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, it was, it was a couple months before the release of the next one, so I bought a refurb or whatever off of uh Amazon. Mm-hmm. So but I'm using the day one edition. You know, it is my day one edition Xbox. So nice. I've been on this console for seven years. Old trusty. Hey, those 360s still work great. Other than the drive, this, this drive kind of go went on one of them. Hell, the other, right. I have a second 360 that Toddy from the Thrifty Podcast uh, gave me that he found like in the bin uh, at the uh, Goodwill outlet, which means he may have paid five bucks for it. So, 
because I can't remember is by the item or by the pound when you buy it. Pound. It's by the pound. You know how much does an Xbox 360 weigh? It was just the unit, just the unit. I I don't even I don't know where I got the second set of cords. I don't know if it came with it, but uh, yeah. And it, it we have so that's why I have one here at the studio and one at home. So it's like all right, I got enough games on them, right? Um, nothing for a hard drive, but uh, anyways, like so much that I couldn't update the Xbox to be usable because the drive included on it wasn't big enough. So <laughs> you could tell it was early. Um, anyways, let's go around there. Uh, Katie, what's your awesome thing? Uh, so we've seen the memes, the Bernie Sanders memes everywhere in the past week, and they've been pretty magical. <laughs> you've pr- probably seen, uh, Bernie Sanders in every sort of, um, imaginative situation at this point. Uh, if you go back to um, the inauguration, he was sitting with his mittens in his chair with his mask on. And uh, the one of the cooler things that I saw with this was somebody, I actually saw it originally on TikTok, the Bernie Sanders uh, crocheted doll. And I saw the person who was who did it and did the whole process of like, this is what I'm doing. And it was the day of, it was literally the day of the inauguration. She had done this and it was amazing. And she decided to sell it on eBay mm. and was going to donate proceeds to Meals on <gasps> Wheels. And she started it out at like $5 and it ended up selling what? for $20,300. Oh, yeah. So Meals on Wheels got a $20,000 donation out of this Bernie Sanders um, crochet doll. This has been one of the articles I saw was about how the Bernie Sanders meme is bringing our divisive nation on social media back together. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody, like, you don't have it. Like, you understand, my wife has been sending me, I'll wake up and there are like 10 Bernie Sanders photos in my, in my, in my text. And I don't even think she likes Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's amazing. It's a, and I've, you've seen him everywhere, you know. So uh, between this and isn't he's selling a sweater of mm-hmm. the picture, and I think he sold out of them already. And and those were was that going to Meals on Wheels as well? Maybe I think it was the Vermont Food Bank. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, so yeah, something I, local with his food bank in Vermont. Uh, between that and and I have a I have one to include here because um, you can also uh, this article over on Vice shares that is not loading terribly well. But apparently there is a tool for you to make Bernie sit anywhere in the world with Google Maps. So uh, if you want to throw him over by this construction equipment or uh, or uh, over here on this street and who knows where. Um, so somebody, uh, somebody, I don't think they used this app. Maybe they did because somebody sent me a picture of Bernie Sanders stand, sitting in front of the studio here and uh, at Sorgatron Media. So maybe that's what they we're using with that but uh yeah no it's been fun it's been creative i've loved the wrestling ones as well so <laughs> <laughs> if this is what you have to look forward to uh so um i'm, I'm glad so- social media is getting a little happier over the last week so yeah we needed it yes we did we <laughs> all needed the bernie we all needed the bernie and the mittens the, there's a story behind the mittens too right like yeah, themselves. Yeah, they were a, a Vermont school teacher had made them for him a couple years ago, and they're recycled sweaters, and the inside is recycled uh, pop bottles, I believe, as as how they made the um, inside. That's amazing. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. I mean, it's everywhere. I, 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 you've seen it. 
<laughs> if you're out there, if you're out there on the internet listening to this show, you've seen it by now. So um, that's awesome. Um, so my thing. So we deep dive this uh, last night. Uh, the big news coming from the streaming world yesterday is uh, WWE Network and the Peacock are joining. Um, as in, not that they are merging necessarily, but apparently uh, that app that. I don't know how widespread or people are using it right now, but it's NBC's answer to HBO Max, Netflix, things like that. And if you have Comcast, you actually probably already have it and don't know it. Um, or they won't let, or or actually they probably tell you enough that you have it uh, if you have that com- on Comcast. But um, yeah, it's the overtop thing. I just, I just finished watching the Saved by the Bell reboot this afternoon, actually. Uh, but, and of course the big news was they had the office, but apparently uh, for a $1 billion over five years deal they're going to actually acquire the exclusive streaming rights in the united states of the wb network wb of course has their own app where this is served on and that includes like you know wrestlemania royal rumble plus all of their original content and documentaries that they have on there um but that is going to go away your your wb app in, in the states will not your account will not work after i believe it's march 18th and all that will be integrated into the peacock app and actually, and they've been advertising this for a while, some of the old programs, these were the programs that were, uh, they started rolling out a lot of these um, back when the network started back in 2014, um, including newer stuff like, Bro- like Stone Cold Steve Austin's talk show and things like that. Those have already been included in Peacock. Uh, so they're going to, again, that back catalog of like, and we're talking about, we're talking about old National Wrestling Alliance, uh, 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 Smoky Mountain Wrestling, uh, ECW, you know, things like that. And, and, you know, all that back catalog of the original WrestleMania. Um, a lot of that is included. I guess all that, it sounds like all that's going to migrate over. Um, it's kind of a nice, um, it, a lot of WWE fans are going to be um, saving money because uh, I think we're paying $9.99 a month now. Um, Peacock starts at $4.99 and again it, with the ad supported version kind of like how Hulu does and then $9.99 is the no ads version the, the premium plus they're calling it but if you again you have Comcast or I think it's like Cox was another one we uh, if you want more in depth we went over this like about a half an hour worth of this because this, this is big wrestling news uh, on last night's Wrestling Mayhem show um, kind of Monday edition we call Monday Mayhem Warriors over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com we, we have a YouTube uh, clip of that as well if you just want to dig into that um so i mean this is a big play and kraus this is one of the reasons i invited you because i know we have been had this ongoing conversation about subscriber fatigue and they kind of solved part of the problem for me with this deal right yeah it's now combined into one you mm-hmm. get more stuff more bang for the buck i guess yeah yeah i mean it maybe even if you're like not even interested in some of these properties over here it's still like you kind of get introduced to it i guess you know, I, I mean, the only concern was one that was brought up a lot last night was like, what happens to my account? I don't know if it matters. Like, is there really anything collections or history that you really care about being in there? Um, but also, like, it's going to be dug into this <laughs> versus having its own thing. That could be a little weird, but I, I think it's kind of a win-win for, for a lot of people out there. More people will get it. Um, about I think they said 1.5 million worldwide, about a million in the U.S. subscribe to the WWE Network. And again, if you're out of the U.S., you'll still get WWE Network the same way you always did. No Peacock required. 
Um, but uh, something there's something like 24 million signups for Peacock already. So that yeah, it says in the article you gave um, nearly 22 million users, but they're not sure how many of those are paying subscribers. Right. So this is all going to be all the WWE content will be behind the paywall, I guess. Um, I do. I think all the WWE Network. So, so WWE Network itself actually has been saying, talking about this free version of the WWE Network they've been doing, which obviously I think is going to go away along with this. So there's been a sl- okay. like they'll have a selection of if you go to uh, network or watch the WWE.com, um, you'll see not logged in. I'm not logged in right now. You'll see a, a lock right next to, and then some of them will just have like a little person on it. So, like, for instance, Royal Rumble's coming up this weekend is their big event. So they'll actually unlock for free several past events of the Royal Rumble, uh, episodes of other things going on, like, you know, some of their documentaries and things. So there's... So it's like to get you warmed up or something? Yeah, there's been a mix. You know, here's a bunch of free matches for some of their, their main shows you see on TV. So, yeah, there's been a mix of that here. And I think that philosophy really kind of matches because i think there's something along the lines of uh if you have a free account on peacock like you can watch like say the first three episodes of one of their original programs um versus you know the entire thing after you paid like at least the five dollars a month you know and they and they do have some interesting stuff not just say by the bell nothing that really kind of maybe ap bio kind of looks interesting it's a comedy that came over on here um but they're really kind of ramping up and I'm sure they're getting hurt by the COVID situation too. Right. So, um, but it's, it's interesting and now everybody has access to it. So I think it's a good growth for them. And also they don't have to worry about getting subscribers. (laughs) They just got prepaid for all their content for the next five years, which kind of matches their deals that they have on TV too, which are also obscene the last we knew, but um, it's, it's been pretty crazy. So, um yeah. Uh so with that, I want to give a shout out to our good friends over at Slice on Broadway. Uh up the up the road here supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza for a good long time and uh read the pizza box. You that that's a reason for you to go get it again, right? Is <laughs> they got new pizza boxes that say uh first thing I noticed Yinzer Ma- or New York style Yinzer made is their new their new slogan it seems and uh, that's been a lot of fun so go check them out over on sliceonbroadway.com here in the Pittsburgh area three great locations uh, in Beachview Carnegie and the East End uh, so and let them know the awesome cast sent you I also want to give another plug here uh, for a moment after I fix whatever the heck I did with the graphics um, so. Former producer of the show, Missy, has been working on this project. If you're on the visuals, I got this wonderful purple T-shirt on to match our logo here at Sorgatron Media. Uh, it says, I love to brag about Beachview. Also in Spanish. I won't butcher that out of respect. Uh, but uh, this has been a project that she's been working on with uh, Brag, um, our local uh, Beachview community group here. And uh, you can go to beachviewing.org. And uh, these shirts are for sale. And uh, there's two things happening here. And they're multiple colors, by the way. There's a gray one there for you. And they're, they're, uh, shout out to Commonwealth Press. Always, we used to use them a lot for uh, the great PodCamp Pittsburgh shirts, which people still say they miss. 
uh, from year to year <laughs> when it gets around that time and people ask me if PodCamp's coming back. Don't worry, I'll be on Clubhouse next year. Don't worry about that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of selection here if you want to go purple or I'm sorry, black and gold here as well for your Pittsburgh colors. Um, so there's a couple of things here. So first of all, a cool way to represent Beachview if you have uh, partaken in our tacos over here or slice on Broadway and supporting some Beachview business, including us here at Sorgatron Media. Uh, but also there is some voting happening on your favorite Beachview business, as well as I do believe there are going to be proceeds going to uh, some of the businesses to help out in some COVID relief as well. So I encourage everybody, if you have the chance, uh, opportunity, and, and you want a cool shirt, uh, go check out uh, beachviewing.org. Also, if you're hanging out in Beachview, maybe you're grabbing a taco, a slice, or uh, or, uh, or or some uh, um, some wings up at uh, uh, Big Shot Bob's or something like that, uh, make sure to hashtag beachviewing as well uh, as you're uh, checking out our fine, fine, hilly, vertical, sometimes Pittsburgh neighborhood. So... So I want to give a shout out to that for the community there. So, all right, let's get into, geez, where do we go from here? There was some things there. Do, 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 do. What stories do you guys want to hit up out of our rundown for the rest of the show here? We can talk about s'more and not the food. I'm saying I'm catching up. What is s'more? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we haven't talked about a new dating app in forever. I feel like oh. there's a new one out there called S'more. All of those, of all of us, otherly engaged individuals on this show. Why would we? I wonder why we haven't checked out an app for a while. Yeah. So sm- well, there just hasn't really been a substantial one in quite some time that mm-hmm. has actually raised a decent amount of money um, to get out there. And uh, S'more is the most recent one that has done that. And uh, so what makes s'more different? So you're supposed to be, you do little interactive things. You, the more you talk about, talk to them, it's not, there's, they take the appearance part out of it, it looks like. And it looks like you're more learning about the other person. And the more you interact with the other person, the more things you unlock, like photos. Like after a certain bit, you get photos. And then after a little bit of conversing, uh, you open up a video chat. And the interesting thing about the video chat within S'more is the first couple minutes are blurred. Mm. So if you continue on that certain threshold and beyond a certain threshold, the video, the filter will go away and you'll actually be able to see the other person. Mm. So it was pretty interesting. I was like, oh, this is definitely a different way to do it. And like the blurred video calling is pretty cool, I think. Does the blur like dissipate over time or is it on then it's off? I think it's on, then it's off, but I don't know for sure. Don't quote me on that one. But yeah, first two minutes are blurred, and then if it's everybody's having a good time, uh, the video will unblur and unlock completely. So I'm looking at so it looks and it costs uh, two ninety nine apparently for a forty eight hour promotional period. They don't talk about after that. Uh, mm-hmm. So um, how do I unblur? Let's say first two minutes of your free five minute call. There you go. Uh, what keeps you from just saying, hey, here's my FaceTime? But I guess the whole point is you don't want to give the personal information immediately, right? So, yeah. But I guess, I don't know, is five minutes enough time to say this person's not a crazy stalker? I don't know. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a while since I've had to make that assessment. And I usually failed in that assessment. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, no, it's an interesting idea. Takes the, the look side out of it. So... Yeah. 
Interesting. Uh, it is currently available only on iOS. Will be on Android in the near future. Draw your demo. Only in a handful of cities like New York City, Boston, Washington, Chicago, L.A., Dallas. So it's supposed to be expanding to more cities, but that's where it's at oh, right now. Not just for romantic relationships. Also, you can be used to make new friends. There you go. So um, that's cool. So some more with the with the mm -hmm. apostrophe, as you would imagine, that would be spelled, right? Yep. Something more. Something more. <laughs> Wait, is that what it stands for? Mm-hmm. Really? It's pretty cute. <laughs> Clever. Yeah, like Clever. Uh -huh. And it doesn't sound all web 2.0-y. So um, mm -hmm. that's that's kind of fun. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, let's look at... I'm sorry, I'm a little slow on the on the pull on this. Uh, we already talked about Bernie. Um, Birdwatch. Have you guys read about Twitter's Birdwatch that they're implementing? Apparently this was a test. And they're rolling out now. Did anybody read this article or, or see it come across their feeds by chance? So it is. Um, so what it, what Birdwatch is is a experiment to crowdsource fact checking. What could go wrong? Uh, so the idea <laughs> is, and I love this video. The, the The video that they give here is whales are not real. They're robots funded by the government to watch us. Thank you, Twitter, for a fun video demonstrating this. And, you know, it goes into, it talks about how somebody can put out a, quote, fact like that. And then then it just goes nuts from there before somebody finally says, hey, I don't know if this is right. So the idea is you can go in to birdwatch.twitter.com and uh, you can create a note on there. You'll see contribute to Birdwatch come from that little three dots uh, pop down and there's a bunch of checks in there like you know you know is this a harmful tweet you know what does this mean do you have anything to add to this what's you know you know say something about an official source or something like that and other people kind of vote up your quote factual response to it uh so um again kind of just rolling out so it's a little bit new to that but um i do believe they say you go to birdwatch.twitter.com and like i opened it up like a little bit ago i'm just like wait this just looks like a twitter page what are we doing right now so uh but uh, I, I guess oh this is just the this is just kind of the oh this is the interface so now i'm not clear if this means hold on let me go back to just twitter and see what happens. Because I, I can go to Birdwatch, but does that trigger, like, is this already open for everybody now? So if I go to, let's see, the three dots, I'm not seeing it just yet over on uh, the Twitter side of it. But ideally, I guess it's going to pop up here. wasn't clear on how that rolled out. But um, I don't know. What do you guys think about the, the, you know, the crowdsourcing side? Obviously, this is a big problem. Uh, obviously, um, hitting its peak probably in the last uh, month or so. But, uh, I mean, do you... It won't solve all the problems, but it'll probably solve, it'll probably help a little bit, right? Will it solve a problem, <laughs> or will it just take the responsibility away from Twitter? <laughs> I guess that's a question, isn't it? Let's be honest here, the guys. That's what they're doing. They're, you know, they don't want to be caught. Well, oh, you banned me no. or whatever. No, 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 no. Now it was Birdwatch that did it, not us. Also, you know I, I mean, also understand, like Twitter can't actively police the entire scale of its site. Fire, uh, uh, Facebook has the same problem, right? You can't have eyeballs on everything. AI has been not working. Um, we, we've seen that misfire how many times, right? 
So, so adding a human element to this, which also means you have the problem with the human element, but it can raise flags more than just hitting a button to say this is inappropriate and whatever, move on, that could put it in front of Twitter to respond to, correct? Uh, you're right. You're right. I can see that. So, Or is it just going to perpetuate a bunch of insanity? I mean... I mean Twitter. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking the flat earthers. Like, someone that's not very harmful, but we all like to poke fun at. I yeah. hope you're not a flat earther out there, but um, I don't, sometimes you want to see where the conversation's going to go. I mean, how do we know whales aren't government-funded robots? Did anyone talk Didn't to the whale? See? Did they they predate the government according to that video? Ah, wait, the whales? So the government is whale funded. Oh, so yeah, but could you game the system? You know, like John said, a bunch of your flat earther friends all get on, and you know, and what the was it called and bird watch it and say, yeah, he's right, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? Is there going to be some kind of you know? I, I don't know. It, it's, well, it's look it's at the. Look at the Save Tony Stark thing that started where they they were going after NASA and Elon Musk to to rescue Tony. Hmm. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I I'd be interested to see where in how that worked itself out. So, um one one notation on this according to the Engadget article um say with Birdwatch Twitter will no longer need to rely on own employees for fact checks leads to your point, uh, Kraus. Uh, users will be able to flag viral misinformation notes. Twitter points out it's not assigning a, quote, true or false rating like the like other fact-checking sites, but instead providing useful context. So, I, it's kind of one of those, um, another another thread in do your research, I guess. So, it's, uh, it's interesting, especially with the fallout from everything that happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, they're rolling. Of course, this is something that they've been experimenting with for a while now. So, just they're at the next step of this was the um, big thing here. So, we'll see. Um, we'll either never hear about this again, or hear about it when it's pissed somebody off. So, keep an ear out for Birdwatch. You've, you've, that, this this is your canary in the Twitter coal mine. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Turn your old, title? turn your old i old cell phone into a camera, Kraus. Yeah, I, well, you know, I'm working with my church. We do a live stream every week. Um, a couple people have have wanted us to provide not only a wide shot but a close up shot of the pastor while he's he's preaching. And, you know, funds are tight. You know, we're a small church. So I have a bunch of phones laying around. And I found this app. Um, and it's working pretty good. It's uh, You can do it over the Wi-Fi, which I wouldn't recommend because there is some lag. But uh, using a USB cable or an um, Apple cable for either phone, it works really well. It's actually works surprisingly well. It's called IV cam. Um, there's a piece that you install on your PC. There's a piece you install on the phone. And then um, to make the uh, Apple version work, you need to have iTunes on the PC. 
and the iTunes is what connects the two via USB. Hmm. And the great part is you can take that right into, um, oh, my brain just stopped. Uh, the streaming software. OBS. 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 Uh, OBS. Yeah, you can take it right into OBS. Hmm. As another as another source. So do you have to, you have um, to install like an NDI driver, or is it just right in there? Just right in there. It just works. You know, it, you just you just pull it down from the drop down IV cam, and it just works. Nice. Yeah, and and it's great too because actually on the phone you can zoom in, you can zoom out. You know, you can get it to exactly where you want it, and it's just another camera. So, and if, and, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I have a bunch of cameras laying around mm-hmm. or phones laying around. And so now I have ca- all the cameras I could ever need, I guess. So I was using something similar called Epoch Cam, E-P-O-C-H Cam. Um, yeah, but... in the article I found this, that was mentioned. So, so I... And that's now owned by Elgato, I Ooh, interesting. Hopefully it becomes more reliable because I was having a little bit of problem with it. So... But it's one I did of, read. I did read a number of bad reviews around it. The, yeah. What led me to Epoch Cam was they touted that they were one of the lowest latency wireless mm-hmm. plugins for OBS. That's but, a big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Because if it's coming over, you know, it, it, you know. So my thing is, how do I use my phone? I want to use my phone to stream, but I wanted to go to a computer so I have a little more flexibility. And all my webcams in, in a situation where I don't want to drag a big camera home and do the whole hookup, right? Um, you know, and, and I gave away all my good webcams to everybody. So, uh, and you can't buy anymore. So, I don't know. Maybe you can now. Well, and that's the thing with the shortage of webcams right now. This is actually, if you use the cable, I'm telling you, it's great. Yeah, no, that's um, great. It's it. There's no latency whatsoever. It works so, very uh, surprisingly. So well. that's I. Oh, good. Are you using like a normal um, cable? One like or like? Do you have? So I'm looking. So one of the things that we wanted to also do for CNJ plays games is the Mario Kart Live. Mm. But I want to be able to like tail the car around the room in tandem with the screen view yeah and i'm thinking i might be able to make it work with a 10 foot cable i don't know if you've played with any of the extra long cables does that have any impact on uh yeah i, I can't imagine it would but i don't know yeah, I don't know the length of like USB. I mean, I've used a couple extenders, but we're. T- I mean, I might go ten foot, um, you know, or twelve feet uh, when I've used them. So I haven't seen any problems yet. But I don't know. If I was doing video streaming like that necessarily. So oh, it's all data, right? So, uh, do 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 do. Well, on that note, I think it's time. I think it's pumpkin time for Chilla here at the end of the show. Yes. John Chichilla, what is that fantastic YouTube channel for that everybody should be subscribing to? It is C and J Plays Games. You can also start following us on the Twitters, and that is capital C A N D J Plays P L A Y Z because we're edgy. No, because C and J Plays with an S was taken. So, um, yeah, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm starting to put 
like as the episodes get posted, I'm going to start putting them out there as well. Um, hoping to kind of try to tie together some of the other shows that we like to watch, um, as well as one of the things that we've also tried to give a lot of credit to, especially in the Roblox, Roblox world, is most of these developers are working for your kind of donations back to the game. There's mm-hmm. no cost to any of those games. They're free to play. And most of them really aren't like the pay to win, like you see some of the free iOS games. Um, so trying to give back to some of the developers and give them kind of some airtime because you can you can tell some of them are doing really well, but some of them maybe not so well. So yeah, check us out. Awesome. Okay, Dutters. He's over on the Instagrams and uh, this week's Fishing Without Bait podcast. Yeah, I'm all over the place with them today <laughs> or this week. Yes. Um, also, this is the last week to pre to order the frizzy uh, Eaton Park cookies. We talked about them on the last show, um, but this is the last week I think because you can only order them up to the thirty first. There you go. Go get your frizzy. Mm-hmm. I keep on. I, I I feel bad. I keep on calling frizzy because. <laughs> Probably mostly because I've been playing with a Furby lately, and it's just <laughs> in my head. So, eh. Uh, sorry about that. I think somebody's knocking on my door. I hope it's not a beast net again. Um, or something fell. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, no, go check that. And also, uh, holy crap, one of our videos about those cookies really hit on Instagram. So, hello if you're new because you saw the, the frizzy cookies. So... <laughs> Uh, Crazy Krause on the Twitter with the K's. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me again. I always appreciate it. There you go. Although my video is not great tonight, I'm seeing. Yeah, I, you know, blame it. Blame it on oh. the cut fiber in Brooklyn. Okay, like everything That's else right. is going wrong. Someone in Brooklyn. Like I got, I got what oh. one of our streamers was down. Somebody hit me up and says, "What do I do if we transfer doesn't work?" So it's been a weird day uh, here in the Northeast. So um like why do random sites aren't loading so no thank you so much uh thank you to our patreon no i already did the patreon part but thank you to those those as well that support us through there at patreon.com slash awesome gas thank you to our uh followers uh watching us uh in the chat rooms uh you have been our awesome audience have an awesome week This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.